0: Okay, hi there. Welcome to our first episode of On The Roof with Sunny and Tiff. I am Tiff. And I am Sunny. And we're both really excited to be starting this podcast together. Uh, Starting a podcast has been something that I've wanted to do for some time now. Um, And so being able to do it with one of my closest and good friends has made it even more exciting for me. And yeah, I'm really excited
1: to be able to share some of my wisdom and some of my insights and i think a podcast is such a great platform to do that um there's lots of noise out there and yeah i'm excited to to add my little sprinkle of of
0: sunny into the noise Okay, so in our first two episodes, we wanted to introduce ourselves and share some insights into who we are so that you can feel like you know us a little bit more personally and more as the individual humans that we each are. So to get started, I'm going to be helping you to get to know Sunny better today. So are you ready to get started, Sunny? Yes, let's go. Let's get into it. Awesome. All right. Uh, so I know this is a bit of a broad question, um, but I just thought it's, it might be a good way to start this. So, what do you say when people ask, "Tell me about yourself"? Hmm.
1: It's changed so much, and I um I used to have I used to have the autopilot answer that just came out, and that was my old self. And then there was a period of change where I didn't identify as that version of myself anymore and I really didn't know what to say so I still gave a regurgitated response of what my old self was but it was like short, condensed and I would quickly follow up with a question because I really didn't want to talk about myself because I really didn't know who I was. Um, or what I would say about myself because I felt like I really didn't know anything. Um, It was all just um, not being sure, an unsureness. And so now just in, in recent months even, I can start to share things about myself in a full ownership way. So it's some things that I can share that I really feel like yes this is me. Like as I'm saying these things, I'm stamping my flag into the ground and they're real things of me. So they are I am I am my name. I am sunny. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a female. I am caring. I care deeply about honesty about health of ourselves, about health of our planet, and health of Mother Nature. Honesty is something that I honesty is something that I, I live. I speak, I breathe, and it, it plays out in, in everything that I do. And I love spending my days doing whatever I feel like each day. Some days that is work. Some days that is you know bringing in money. Some days that is um, doing things for my family all day. Some days that is gardening. Some days it's cooking. Some days it's you know doing things that are purely for myself. So whenever I'm asked that question, I will never have the same answer, which is so different to my previous self, which was the same answer on autopilot every single time. So that's a very long-winded answer. I guess to tie it all together, when somebody asks me that question, it will be a different response every single time because I feel like every day I wake up and I I live throughout that day a different different pieces of myself. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think
0: that makes perfect sense, um, and I can yeah really relate to that. So. Uh, so we both often talk about how much we feel like we've changed over the past few years. Um, for yourself, like how do you feel you've specifically changed over, you know, has it been three years, five years, ten years? Like what has been the period of time that you, you've sort of really felt like this, this big change has happened for you? Yeah,
1: for me it was um... – the pandemic that really allowed me to, um, allowed me to investigate change, I guess, that the, it gave me the space to actually, to start unlayering things. Um, Having having time, having, it was really, um, life slowed down. And I was so caught up in the the hamster wheel you know boozy busy is what I like to call it is the term that I've called what my life was. I was so busy and boozy and they intertwined you know most days even um, if it wasn't if I wasn't necessarily um, drinking the alcohol, it would be the effects of the alcohol that I had drunk in previous days um, and the busyness that of the lifestyle that I was in when the pandemic hit, and I live in Melbourne, we were one of the most lockdown cities in the world, and it gave me time. It slowed down my days, and it allowed me to to actually just kind of be a third person, maybe, and looking on what my life used to be, and I could just see that I'm like. I was just, I wasn't even living life. And one of the profound things that came out of that was the relationships with my family. We were all so busy and I, I definitely kept us busy. You know, it was me keeping, driving the busyness, but we were so disconnected. We did not even know each other as family members. You know, we knew this um, version of ourselves and each other and our relationship and our family dynamic of this highly strung version of all of ourselves. And um, when time just slowed down and we were all able to actually get to know each other and connect, and that's when I started seeing that, oh, I don't have to live like I was. I don't have to live like that. And so it was that discovery of change Um, So that's, you know, three to four years ago. I think leading up to that, there had been tastes of it maybe, but nothing strong enough to make me implement any type of change. Um, So, yeah, it it was the, the massive changes for me have been the slowing down, intentionally slowing down of myself and the ripple effects of that. Because I have slowed down my family, our lifestyle, like I have slowed down everything around me. Um, And that,
0: yeah, that has been a monumental change. So there was probably a lot of different changes happening there, as you uh, sort of shared. Um, One that you touched on right at the start point, though, was um, the boozy lifestyle and I think that anyone who's already knows you and who might be listening to this is probably going to go, yeah, that that's something that Sunny's been talking about a bit for the, uh, you know, I think probably about the last two years, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Um, so I, I think that's a good one to dive into a little bit more because I, I completely can see how like the – um, the change of for yourself, the busyness and slowing down and everything like that. But I think that I just feel like that that boozy lifestyle shift and change within you has probably been one of the biggest from my perspectives. And it's um, I don't know. I just love to hear more about what that change was for you, how it came about. Um, yeah. If you want to share yeah, that. absolutely. It
1: has been undoubtedly one of the most pivotal changes that has happened in my life. And I I call it a change and not a choice or a decision because I can't remember. There was not one incident that made me say, Oh, I'm not gonna drink anymore or I'm gonna quit booze. It was literally, and this is as I'm learning into learning human design, and um it kind of we'll talk about that a bit more, but it it all links up together. It was literally one morning I remember just thinking, "I don't want to drink today and then so I didn't, and it wasn't hard. I just didn't drink that day. and then that happened the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day. and it was just like I just started i just really I didn't question what my body said i don't want to drink today okay cool you know it was no bigger than that it was nothing more than that and i guess what the difference is that maybe i can only imagine my body told me that many many times and i didn't listen i just were you know i was like well i am drinking <laughs> you know but and and all those other things would come into it so it was just that i literally said okay cool i won't drink today and Obviously, there were then times when that became bigger when it was going to someone's house um, or going out or doing an event that usually would entail drinking and it would usually mean a huge amount of planning around the drinking. And those were the times that started then coming in, especially after the world opened up again. And actually, I'll take a step back again, even. Before that, yeah, those coming out of all of the lockdowns, there, were, there was an increase of social events. And there was different levels of difficulties in those of not drinking. And at some, there were some points where I would just, it would be easier to, oh, I'll just have a drink, or I, I wouldn't plan not to drink but I wouldn't plan to drink which was a key difference as well so I might might have found myself having one or two drinks but then very quickly realizing that I actually don't want to even do that so the difficulty became when the world did open up again and there were a multitude it was like it was I I saw that I had a very very clear decision to make and this is where it was a decision for me to make and I remember I remember having to decide where do I want to go from here do I want to go back to my old life or do I want to continue the path that I'm now following and that was a real clear decision time for me I remember that very clearly and it was also a no-brainer for me physically you know mentally emotionally spiritually I knew where I wanted to go but that's when then all of the the social conditioning my my social group my friendships everything was on the other path and that was where it 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 was difficult it was really difficult Um, but I I chose to stay on the path that I was going and because I knew that was the right path um, but yeah, the alcohol, the boozy lifestyle that I had just seemed—it didn't fit me anymore. That—that's really all it was. And even when people have asked me, you know, why oh you don't drink, or why why do you don't drink, and there was there—it was just I don't want to anymore. And that that became enough of a reason, and that is my reason now. And I—that's
0: all it needs to be. Yeah, thank you. That was, um, I think, really good to get an insight into your experience of why you, you know, have have had that change in how the the role that alcohol plays in your life. Um, I think that it's definitely going to be a topic that comes up in many of our conversations. I feel just because we both grew up. In the same, oh, you know, the same part of the world, um, the same society type of norms were around us. We were both drinking alcohol reasonably young, teenage ages. Um, so, alcohol to both of us has played this interesting role in our lives. Um, and yeah, I think that it's going to come up even more and more. And there's lots to share there. And Um, I think it's an interesting journey for everybody who has alcohol in their lives so yeah Uh, all right well one of the reasons why we also started this podcast was because of our mutual love of human design so let's dive into that Um, and I would love to know more about you know how did you find out about human design what did you think when you first saw your chart um what has been your human design journey to date uh as well um i suppose maybe a quick way for anyone who doesn't understand what human design is before we dive into that um it's, there's many different, uh, explanations, um, and different ways of explaining, um, what human design is. Um, I'm going to go with sort of how Jenna Zoe, um, describes it. And we, both know her and follow her um but there's many many other people in the human design world that i follow and learn from almost on a daily basis but i just love how she sort of uh yeah um explains things and helps people to learn about um human design in that aspect so you know she says your soul came here with a plan to live a spectacular life and human design is the roadmap on how to live yours. So um, there is, it's not a religion, it's not a, I, know, I suppose, there's different ways of describing it, but um, it's how I see it, how it like understanding how you're designed to live this life and how you are best. Um, designed to use your energy and connect with other people's energy is one way I suppose that I um, look at it and also recognize what your innate gifts and traits that you are designed to have within you um, and that you know who you came here to truly be Um, that is what human design helps me to do I feel Um, so in your explanation please feel free to also expand on that i think maybe yeah there's there's so much more i can share about all the the background on human design but i think for anyone who does hear this and goes what is human design that's a little bit of an insight but you know jump on google (laughs) that would be my recommendation and start going down the rabbit hole that i went on about four years ago and you can learn very much for yourself so um but yeah, let's get back to you, Sunny. So, how did you find it? What did you think when you first saw your chart? And yeah, what what's your journey with human design to date been? Mm.
1: Yeah, I just got goosebumps when you read out the um, you know Jenna's always definition of human design, and for me, I I see it as simply as realizing that. And being open and aware that we are all so, so different and we all have geniuses in such a vast multitude of skills and they can be as small as, you know, painting, uh, I don't know, painting like tiny miniature china dolls or something and that someone's someone's genius and skill when it brings joy and beauty to the world and for me learning about human design just made me believe that and know that and feel that on such a deep level because I think a lot of my life I have spent thinking that my way is best and why doesn't everyone do it my way you know in like the most simple terms and learning about my own human design and then people around me it's like oh well my way is best in for me and for the certain things that I'm really good at but everyone that applies to every single human on this planet and when you think of how many humans are here like it's just absolute mind blowing so (laughs) yeah it's just opened my eyes I think to to life and expansion and growth and um being aware of humanity um so you actually introduced me to human design and it was a good like a good few years ago I think when you know you introduced me to it I think we were we were doing something um completely unrelated and you know you might have given me a a bit of a brief snapshot of my design and I read it I went "Yeah, yeah yeah great and kind of put that away somewhere um, and then it just slowly came back around, really. And I have just really dived into it and I've spent many, many hours studying myself. And so in the past year, I've done a huge amount of personal growth. I've changed every single aspect of my life, not every, but a vast a majority of, of things in my life, and I've had the space, and the time and the freedom to study myself and a lot of it has been studying my human design and really seeing all of the the beauty in how I'm designed and being at peace, learning to be at peace with so many of the things about myself and acceptance in myself and then learning the same for all of the special people in my life. Um, the... I guess when you ask about what has, what really stood out when I saw my chart and I learned about my chart, I think it is not one thing, but it was, and it continues to be an overwhelming feeling of, oh, like relief, like this intense relief. And Even still, when I look at my chart and when I, you know, I go back and I'm continuously looking at different things and learning on a deeper level, it's just this, such an intense like inner feeling of oh like relief like oh that's why like this is normal this is how this is this isn't there's nothing wrong with me I think that is the key thing it's like oh my there's nothing wrong with me this is how I'm designed like this is me and it's like I see when I read and learn about my own human design it's like I'm being seen and being heard like to myself and there's so much beauty on being seen and heard and by other people but when you can see and be heard to yourself like in the mirror it's just I I cannot explain that feeling and for me that is what human design does. Um, It has changed so many aspects of my life but the biggest thing which I'm eternally grateful and if I was never able to learn anything about human design again. It would be okay because it has completely changed and healed my relationship with my teenage son and has allowed me to just um, have such better relationships with my other children, with my partner. Um, That's... You know, those things have been so monumental and my son is quite a rare design in the way he's designed and his chart and I'm sure this will come up in other episodes as well, but learning about him has been, you know, I get emotional about it because of the way I parented him before learning about his human design and why he is like he is. And now knowing why he is like he is, you know, I've just been up, I felt I was, I went through a lot of guilt for how I actually parented him previously. And now it's just like this uh, overwhelming feeling of actually empowerment that I can free myself from having to go through the struggles that we were continuously going through and I can now gift him with such knowledge and guidance for him to just thrive. So, yeah, that was a lot <laughs> but but that's how big it has been for me um, just for my family, you know, that's not even going on to
0: anything else. Yeah, it's a very, very amazing tool system whatever you want to call it um and i it makes me really um excited that you are (laughs) on the way down the rabbit hole with me in this one because it's something that i've introduced to quite a few different people in my life so far over the years and everyone's sort of um taken what they wanted of it at the time um and yeah it's it's so fascinating there is so much uh, that it can give you and provide you if you're open to it and if you're you know interested in in what it can help you to see and learn about yourself and others so yeah i don't think we did mention though like actually what your design is so sunny you are a generator correct um you are a six two like myself, which we'll explain probably another time in more detail. Um, you are sacral authority. Yes, that's yes. your authority. Yeah, very much. Um, so, quick snapshot for everyone: like generators and manifesting generators make up just over, even a bit under now seventy percent of the population. So, you are part of a lot of the the, the um, generator generator types in the world um when you found out you were a generator and you learned what that sort of meant what what did you think about that
1: uh I completely resonated with that because um the and it was funny when I came back to human design was when I was in extreme burnout and exhaustion which is um what happens when a generator spends their days you know over a prolonged time spends their energy their vital this vital energy source that generators have when they spend that doing things that they don't enjoy that they doesn't light them up that just saps their energy does you know and just depletes them they end up in extreme burnout and exhaustion and that is where i was so But I could completely, I knew that I had been lit up and had this like vibrant, um, constant power source of energy inside of me. And I, you know, I know that I was and and had been throughout my life, like just being able to work and just, you know, work really hard and, and, you know, I could spend all day doing what I loved and, uh, but I knew that I wasn't that when I discovered this. So I, yeah, when I discovered that I was a generator, I, and I read all about it, I was like, oh yes, that's why I was that before. And oh my gosh,
0: that's why I'm this now. That's, yeah, that's interesting that you did notice that. Um, I suppose there's a bit of a, I feel like a bit of a misconception that the generators are just here to be the workers or to be the, the energy source for the world, which you sort of yeah, I mean, in a way, the, the energy source is. You, you are all the, the ones here to be the life force energy for the world. And it's why there's a lot of talk around how the generators, it's actually a big part of the world moving forward in a better way is to get more generators operating from their true, like aligned with their design, because that means we're going to have more lit up, more energized more vibrant generators in the world which in turn provides more energy for everybody (laughs) so um yeah it's it's something that is really really important um and your energy really does impact a lot of the people around you all the time um so having healthy um lit up on purpose generators is is such an important part of moving forward I I believe anyway um, in the world and so if you do find out you're a generator it's um, I think it's a really really important part of getting clear on what is it that you love to do like what is it that you find yourself doing and you never run out of energy doing really because that's that's the sign that that's what you're here to do. That's what you're here to spend more of your time doing. Um, and if you're constantly, you know, when I talk to some generators and they're like, I don't feel like I've got lots of energy. It's like, yeah, that, that's the sign. That's the bit where whatever you're doing, that's making you not feel like you've got much energy. That's the problem. <laughs> so you're doing something that you're not designed to do. That's not aligned with your, um, your gifts and you who you are here to be. So that's why you're, you're, you're not feeling energized. So yeah, but I mean that, that's sort of what we're wanting to incorporate into this podcast in a lot of ways is all the different topics that we do talk about and we come together to discuss is we're going to weave in human design wherever we possibly can. Um, it's sort of in how we're looking at something or, through the lens of human design because I know that's something that I personally do um, whenever something comes up and especially like parenting or relationships or work or just different things like that um, and understanding how we are also different so I think that's going to be you know moving forward if you listen to any more of our episodes that is going to be a general theme of ours that human design is going to be um, weaved into everything we talk about so yeah If that's not for you, that's totally okay as well. (laughs) Uh, So, with um, being a 6'2, we're both 6'2s. And so that means that the first 30, well, the first third of our lives to around the 30 year mark, um, we were basically living as threes, Um, which anyone who goes into human design will learn more about this. Um, and so anyone who has a three in their profile or a six, sixes live their first of their lives as threes. So basically, means that we're trying all the things. We're we're trying to see what works, what doesn't. Um, it's sort of a lot of like threes learn by mistakes a lot of their time, of their life. That's what they're designed to do. That's how they learn best. Um, so for you and I, we sort of have now come out of that stage, um, and we're now. Up on the roof, um, which means it's a time for us to slow down and turn inwards to reflect upon, you know, all those lessons that we learned while we're living in the first thirty odd years of our lives. Um, so, do you look back now, and I suppose knowing this about human design and this stage that we're in, and look back on anything? That maybe you perceived at the time as wow, that was that was crap, or that was pretty stupid, or a royal fuck up, or whatever it might have been, but can see it now as as a really important life lesson or a blessing.
1: Oh. Um, no, <laughs> I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and say no, um, but I know that probably is uh, is. So many other aspects, and maybe my general outlook of life, of life. Absolutely, I did. There were things that you know have had um, maybe outcomes that I didn't want, but um, I don't think anything. And I learned. So you know, I learned so much from every single thing that I did. Yes, of course. And I've learned so many lessons from you know up until my my thirties, early thirties. But I don't – I I personally don't see as anything that I did was wrong or a mistake or shit, I shouldn't have done that. That's just not how I look at the world. Um, but not to say that I didn't learn from everything that I did. Um, a big part of, you know, being that first stage, um, the first third of your lives as a, as a six um, is – trying all the different things so that is the aspect that I really align with I and I think I've mentioned this to you before as I I would always identify myself as a chameleon and I would always feel like I could fit in everywhere but I didn't belong anywhere so that's the part that I really identify with you know of of that sixth first third of the life um because that's how I felt I could go anywhere and everyone I would be welcomed and everyone would just love me it didn't didn't matter where I was or what group I was with I always could just fit in and that's where I would gather I guess I was learning bits of information and learning experiencing things and just gathering all of these things to then decide what I want to actually take on and be um so
0: that's how I interpret that that makes sense. <laughs> I'm glad that you were honest and said <laughs> that no, I, I can't really see them as the um, blessings that they maybe were, but maybe that's what we're here to uh, discover more, the more time we sit on this roof. T- um, all right, so to wrap this one up of getting to know you a little bit more today, I was just interested to know... What are three things that the Sunny today, sitting here talking to us, loves that are a bit different to the things that Sunny, that you feel like you used to be, used to love? Mm. Silence, soberism and slowness. That was very easy for you. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I feel like if that had been asked to me, I would have had to have sit there and had really pondered for on that one for a while. So that's impressive. <laughs> um, they clearly, clearly three things that you very clearly love and can recognise have, um, been changes in your life. So that that's really, great to that you know that as well and that you can see that. That's yeah. It's it's um,
1: they're just things that I a part of my everyday. And if you had asked me, what do you want in your life? I would never have said those three things. You know, I didn't know what I wanted, but part of my journey and being a generator and what we were discussing before of, you know, doing things that you want or that make you feel good. I didn't know that. But what I did was I stopped doing the things that didn't feel good which then opened up all of these things that, oh, oh my God, I like this.
0: Yeah, and I think you just highlighted something that I really, 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 I can't overemphasize that, hope that people who listen to this podcast and listen to any of our episodes, if there's anything that I really want to be able to, I suppose, communicate and help people to understand is that, The importance of us sort of being brave enough to, first of all, I suppose, recognize what doesn't light us up and that what we don't want to be, you know, doesn't feel true to us, but also that it's okay to move away from that and to stop doing it. you know i'm not i'm not saying that i love doing the dishes and that's it i'm never doing them again that's like that's not what i'm really talking about here it's the bigger picture stuff and i think really like most people should be able to understand what we're both talking about there in in the scheme of things it's um it's not about stopping absolutely every single thing that you don't like to do but it's the things that you feel like and that you know are draining your energy that aren't making you or aren't supporting you to be the best person you know you can be. So um, that's a big part of what human design, I believe, is is here to help us to understand more about ourselves. but also when you hear from other people like yourself, Sonny, who have made changes in your lives, have taken that step, been courageous, and trusted in going, no. I'm stopping doing that because it just doesn't feel right for me anymore, that that is totally okay and it's it's the best thing for you and it's the best thing for other people in your life, the people that you care about and love. It's going to impact them as well in a really positive way. So, yeah, I think that that's a really important message that I'm hoping we will be able to get out there to people. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sunny. Is there anything else that you feel like you need, you would like to share? Um, uh, they're all the main like, the questions that I had for you. But if you feel like there's anything else that you want to share with the audience to help them know a little bit more about Sunny, well, I think that's probably a good start.
1: Um, yeah, I just I'm you know there's so much to share. There's so much to share that I haven't shared in other platforms and i'm really excited for us both to have this conversation here and to um to open up conversations from ourselves um things that you you know we haven't shared that will then the ripple effect of that will hopefully be to encourage those listening to have those conversations within with people in their life as well um, for all the reasons that you you've already touched on today. So Yeah, thank you. That was really um it was really powerful just you know, being able to express those things as well and to reflect on on my journey. And it's just the beginning and I hope the listeners have got some value and, and interest and um excited to to get to know you on the next episode.
0: Yes. It's my turn next. That's a bit scary. Uh, All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sunny. Thank you for sharing. And thank you to everyone, um, whoever's listening to this. Thank you for being part of our first episode. Bye.
1: We wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands from which we speak today, the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation and the Ghana people of the Ghana country, We pay respects to their elders, past and present. We have created this podcast for you, the listener. Thank you for hearing us. We trust you have received value and have the desire to hear more. Stay tuned for our next episode.